podcast. We built this podcast on talking shit. Built this podcast. We built this cactus on talking that shit. Say you don't know what I look like. I, I hope you guys are recording back there. That's my face. That's a hit. <laughs> Say you don't know who comes in my face. Caught up in the hoopla. So much going on. Just sitting here talking shit on the microphone. I come to everything hurts. Turn off the radio. Don't you remember? We built this podcast. We built this podcast off talking shit. Built this podcast. What do we do? Built this podcast off talking shit. Built this podcast. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. I got. I like to come in hot sometimes. Like say that. say hi to the radio because you'll be on it next week. Yeah. Hey. Hey. No, that's uh. But that, uh, I was covering Starship there, obviously. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> Everyone's favorite song. But that, uh, that song is, was r- voted by Rolling Stone the worst song of the 80s. Really? But it, but ironically... I've went, heard much worse songs yeah. from the 80s. <laughs> but it went to number one on the Billboard 100. It was their, like, debut. It was their debut, so it's very strange. It was, like, one of those songs that was so bad it was good, I guess. Hmm. I don't know, but it's Starship. They were, I, th- I think they were, they were, uh, they were using their name like like Jefferson Airplane, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Benny Cormier, you are in a band called Antisocial Surf Club. That's correct. Currently. 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 You're the bass player in the band. No, I'm the guitarist. Yeah, the guitar. Shit, yeah, the guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, what's the old joke with the bass players? We're going to offend a lot of guys with ponytails in about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that mer- merch guys, they get demoted to bass players. <laughs> That's good. What's, what's your ideal... What's your ideal... Um, what's your dream live show to do? Um, I want to do just the biggest biggest show honestly yeah just, just go for it madison square garden yeah just swarms and swarms of people yeah woodstock it'd be great to uh play at a small venue but people just hear it from the street and just swarm and start busting down walls to hear that'd be cool they start jumping out of yeah moving vehicles yeah and, yeah, yeah. that's just, ideal it's just total mayhem and you're just exactly the, that'd be so cool yeah it's like uh the, the beatles back in the day where their lineups to get into the bar would be like blocks long, really? because it is when no one really knew of them except for people in Ed, Liverpool. Ed Sullivan, yeah, yeah. Or that—that that was their big break, right? When they went on the Ed Sullivan show, I think. I don't remember. Came across the pond. De- I don't definitely, they're breaking to America. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That'd sure. be ideal. That'd be pretty sweet. Until uh, until Chapman came along and pop pop. I don't know who that That's is. That's the guy who murdered John Lennon. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. In 1980 in Mark, New York. Mark David Chapman, is that his name? Yeah, allegedly. Um, I need a, I need new John Lennon music. Like, I need a hole in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just got to imagine it. Yeah, you got to imagine, yeah. 
<laughs> oh man but that's yeah that's amazing like it's i like i was thinking like i'd want to get murdered one day because the story after you get murdered it's like no one talks about you in a bad light if you've been murdered right it's like oh he was murdered yeah <laughs> he did this and this and this like they always focus on the positives more after you've been murdered right yeah that's like wasn't john lennon like incredibly like he was a bad parent an abusive father or something like that yeah yeah i think so allegedly but no one talks about that no one talks about that no he was just a beautiful man he yeah. liked to imagine you think about you got to think about yoko on this one right yeah i don't like to think about her <laughs> <laughs> i i hear too much yeah fuck. there's so many uh podcasts that i listen to that have like her as sound bites in it really yeah and because you know her singing it just sounds like a bad porno. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, just like generically like yeah. weird moaning. Yeah, I hear it too much and I don't like it. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get some of those sound bites on this podcast. Please don't. Then you'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I've yeah, we were we've been planning to get you on for a couple months here, just with uh, our work schedules aligning, yeah. sort of thing. So that's very exciting. And you brought your own handmade guitar, which I think is so cool. Thank you. Yeah, it took a lot of work, actually. Wow, these things are heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, it is surprisingly heavy, but the the tax and the duty and the shipping was pretty unreal, just because of the weight. Yeah, because on everything you bought. Yeah. It, yeah. But, and you did it through COVID a little bit, so it would have been hard to source some of the stuff, or not really, because everything's just online. There's not a lot of uh, stores, at least that I found around me that uh, just sell guitar parts. Yeah. It's all online now, which is kind of nice, but yeah, a lot a lot of it has pretty high duty, which is kind of annoying because everything's in the States or China yeah. or Germany. And Germany. Uh, usually everything just ends up being like twice the price. Yeah, it's twice as big, right? Yeah, like the, the neck I got was like, uh, I think it was like $230. And by the time after shipping and, and duty and everything, it was close to four Jeez. yeah well and they can charge you extra because it's like exotic wood too right not just because it's equipment yeah that wasn't cheap wood either <laughs> yeah it wasn't cheap wood yeah no but it, what was the wood called again it was uh padawak or something like that padawak. i've only ever seen it written down but yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen much yeah much of it either very hard wood very hard very hard wood very hard <laughs> what was that uh what was that song? There was because um, you went to you did some school. You went to school out in Newfoundland at one point, right? That's right. And you, I remember you told me a story about a snowstorm <laughs> you were in out there. Yeah, I got a couple of stories about snowstorms out there. So uh, I, I was living in an in-law suite, um, and so the door was like two thirds underground, right? Yeah. Uh, and the people who owned the house above me were just like two retired couples um and a lot of snowstorms came by that happened in the middle of the night and he had to come down and shovel out the door <laughs> pathway so i can open it so to get it out leave. and he was like a freaking 70 73 year old man shoveling like four feet of snow <laughs> felt so bad for him but he but it's like yeah yeah that's what you gotta do yeah. so i had to start like waking up every couple couple of hours to to shovel to clear it yeah so that he wouldn't have to do that anymore <laughs> were you ever like snowed in for a period of time yeah yeah that's why he had to shovel me out that's insane yeah because <laughs> yeah because they get just hammered with snow i would imagine like yeah like three yeah. feet yeah 
you know, there's uh, a couple of times uh, I, I didn't have a car and I was super poor, so I couldn't even like afford taxis or anything. And <laughs> and so I had to walk home from from work while I was out there. And a couple of times the, the snowstorm would come by and just dump like four feet of snow over the course of a shift, and I'd have to walk home in that. <laughs> You're just trudging through it. Yeah, and I'm I'm just walking through the middle of the street in like four feet of snow. It's awful. That's crazy. Yeah. I but, wonder, you know. Yeah, that's that's winter for you. I, I got guess. pretty fit. Yeah, yeah, that's the positive side of it, right? Yeah. You got you got the exercise for sure. Yeah, never um never never been to Newfoundland, I don't think. You should. George that, Street's awesome. George Street, yeah. Yeah. That's uh in Signal Hill, that's like the hike attraction thing people do yeah yeah you always you always see that on the instagram uh, it's pretty it's like, sweet oh, another spot. white girl's gone to signal Hill. yeah <laughs> sound the alarms <laughs> the hike was worth the view it's it's actually funny because you drive up to where the view is first and you hike down it <laughs> so if anyone's taking pictures at the top of the hill <laughs> they just drove there <laughs> wow this was worth it yeah <laughs> i didn't stall this time it on was the way wor- up it was worth the, the clutch it was worth the drive <laughs> <laughs> it's worth the two dollars in gas. <laughs> that's that's funny. The the rock, as they call it. The rock. Yeah. Don't know why they call it that. No. <laughs> <laughs> they also call Alcatraz the rock. It's borderline the same spot. You yeah. feel trapped. <laughs> you feel trapped. <laughs> Newfoundland is Alcatraz. So. Yeah. Yeah. I got stranded in Halifax trying to get there. That's how hard it is to get and leave there. Yeah. I I was talking to I forget who I was talking to he he was a friend of my brother's was doing work in Labrador yeah doing something out there and he was like oh it's like n- always negative fifty in whiteouts in the winter it's weird there especially I think there's less than ten roads in Labrador really <laughs> yeah like you got the Trans Canada and then there's like one settlement there <laughs> and it has like eighty people. <laughs> I bet you they still call them like 17th Street, 38th Street, even though there's nine of them. It's just like no rhyme or reason to the street yeah, names. It's, it's like how car names are always like, you know, uh, Ram 6300. 68, it's just like, Hemi version. It's like you don't have like 6,299 other models. Yeah. If you do, that's, I mean, fuck, that's, I get, there's a lot of supply and demand, I guess. That's a lot of, uh, a lot of options to choose from. <laughs> so what are you going to go with today, Jimmy? I'll go with... 4,817. I liked how the leather cupped my yeah. ass when I sat in it. I can only afford the one. <laughs> it's just a bicycle with one wheel, but it's not, it's still, it's just missing a wheel. It's just missing a wheel. <laughs> yeah. But it's the evolution of the wheel. Yeah. Because they're reinventing it, aren't they? I think so. I heard the next wheel is a triangle. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Shit. So get your wheels now, if it, you like the circle. If you're a wheel, any wheel people out there, get them well. The getting's good. Yeah. Get them before they start putting corners on these things. And your suspension on your cars are just going to be fucked. Yeah, it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to skip this model. Maybe just wait for the next year. And then, you know what that means, red tag day. Yeah, yeah, Come baby. Come get them, they're flying off the lots, folks. Come on down to Toyota-thon. Come on. <laughs> Come on down. Bring your wife, bring your cousin, bring whoever. We got employee prices. <laughs> we got a RAV4 if just you don't, for you. If you don't think you need, need a new car, you're wrong. Get another one. Come on. Just come on come, down. Come on. Come on. What are you doing over there, yeah. silly? Come on. Come, come on, on down. <laughs> I see. You want to go to McDonald's and pay for a Big Mac? Uh-uh. 
come on down to Toyota Thon. Oh, don't worry about those Big Mac Burger Thons they got going on with their monopolies over there in Morgan Spurlock and what have you, eating it. We got Corollas. <laughs> come on down. Burger King don't got Corollas. We even got Bob Barker. Come on down <laughs> to Toyota. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking tremendous, tremendous session, segment of Toyota. People think they're just cars. They're more than cars to me, people. Yeah. It's my home. <laughs> Did you ever see that uh, TLC show, My Strange Addiction? I've heard about it. I've seen a couple of clips. <laughs> yeah, there's that's... some people. There's there's some people. Oh, there I think I know who, what you're about to like, talk who, like, about. Fuck their Yaris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like kissing his car and shit. Yeah, he's like, oh my, my God. baby always knows, cheers me up after a rough day. <laughs> I think those are all the videos I saw about that show. Is uh, is like people in love with it. Like, there's one girl who's in love with the roller coaster, <laughs> and like another one with a bridge. <laughs> Oh, it's just uh, something that does. When I ride, when I ride over this bridge, flowing. Mm. so much water under there, so much water in my pants. Just feel it. You can feel the raw power. <laughs> you can feel the raw power. <laughs> it's an industrial feat. <laughs> and the one guy was addicted to, to, to eating glass. Oh come! So he, he, would, he would have beer bottles. And he would just break them on his kitchen table, and he'd start eating them. It's like the Grinch. Yeah, and he had he had a fucking he had a, like a partner. He had a, a girlfriend or a wife. It's like, what do you see in this guy? What are the redeeming qualities? It's like, oh, he could chew through anything. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh my god! And it, it's like he goes to the doctor. He's like, yeah, your insides are bleeding from the glass shards. He's like. It's like, oh, but I can't stop. I love it so much. I love eating glass. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Imagine being that doctor. Yeah. Well, and you know nothing about this guy. And he comes in. He's like, yeah, my, my tummy hurts. Yeah, it's just, you <laughs> And just you do an x-ray and there's like, there's a shit ton of glass in you, man. <laughs> like, what's going on? He's like, oh, yeah, I eat like a bottle a day. <laughs> could, could, you do, could you do an x-ray? Won't the magnets in the machine rip the glass out? It's not magnetic. Oh, I'm, fine. I'm retarded. Yeah, glass isn't magnetic. Oh, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> Speaking of X-rays, so whoa, sorry about that. So you know, at the the airport, how every once in a while, like they pull someone aside and they get put in this full like, body. Yeah, and like the thing spins around <clears throat> you. Yeah. So I've I've got put in that three times in my life, and every time it shows that there's something metal in my lower back. But there's, I don't remember that ever happening. To the best of your knowledge. Yeah. So, Quincy, what's up with that? Yeah, I think uh, when the tectonic plates started shifting in California on the San Andreas Fault, your back was shifting at the same time, and somehow a shard got from California into your back, unknown, unbeknownst to you, of course. So, like, the, that's the step most on plausible a crack. Yeah, that's the most Break plausible. your mama's back exactly. uh, logic? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Step on a crack in California, put a piece of metal in Bennett's back. There you are. Yeah. In, yeah, in wherever. Wherever I was at that yeah. point. Sound. It's sound. Sounds pretty plausible, Sound. Right? Sounds sound. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I was talking to various experts in, in these fields, and they were like, yeah, that's pretty much conclusively what happened, Quince. And I was like, yeah, hit the, I hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you know a lot of experts in this field, eh? Yeah, I know a lot of experts, self-proclaimed experts. Those are the best ones. Yeah, because yeah. they don't know shit about fuck. Exactly. Like I do. 
But it's the best. Nothing better than pretending to have knowledge on something. Making up your answers is a l- those answers are a lot more fun than the real answers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The mainstream answers. Pff, no one wants that. Get out of here. You want the you want the answers that your imagination provides you with. Yeah. Exactly. I can only trust what I see. Yeah. Wh- what can we see? I don't know. How do we know that we're looking at the same cactus? Yeah. Well, the cactus is here. It's it's carbon, right? It's. Yeah, but like, what if the color you see is the color I call red? Wait, you can see colors? Yeah, I am colorblind, but I can see that one. <laughs> 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 what? Oh my God! What? Um. So any uh. What was I gonna say? I fuck. I had something on my mind. It was about. It was about. Uh, you're. Uh, do you like? Do you like? Uh, we won't go into where you work, but do you like switching from nights to days? Does that affect your sleep schedule at all? Uh, yeah, a lot actually. Um, so like on 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 Thursday night, I worked a night shift, and uh, getting off it, I now have a couple of days off. So you don't want to, you don't want to sleep during the day because then you just Restart. stay on, stay on that. Restart the. Yeah, schedule. So, so I just end up like staying up all day, and then I sleep like fourteen hours. <laughs> fourteen that night. hours. Yeah. When I when I first started, I didn't really know how to do it properly. I didn't have any like techniques, and uh, a couple of times I ended up sleeping sixteen hours straight, and like I'd go to bed at like nine, and I'd wake up at like three in the afternoon, like yeah. nine nine p.m. And yeah. then I'd wake up at like three PM the next day. And you'd sleep through, like Yeah, just pure sleep the whole way. <laughs> if I if I slept sixteen hours straight, I would piss the bed like five times. <laughs> if I was in REM sleep at least. I was pretty close. I don't know if I was, but I felt like I was. Yeah. I have a good girlfriend though too, so maybe I did, and she washed the sheets and just never said anything. Yeah. That that'd be that's the perfect situation. I think so. Or if like don't let me know about the bad things yeah. I do, the embarrassing things. Let me not know. Yeah, let me uh, keep them uh, keep them uh, secret. Yeah, or it'd be funny if like you had a. I prefer to live in ing- ignorance. Ignorance, yeah, it's blissful. To yeah, live in ignorance, exactly. So they say. So I actively seek it. But I like the, uh, I like the, the thought. Me like when I when I have a girlfriend. When I get my first girlfriend, man. Yeah. No, uh, if I ever pee the bed, I hope she pees the bed in solidarity, and then we just, then she goes back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> just go back to sleep. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I could definitely put that on Tinder or Hinge, like bedwetter looking for mutual bedwetter. <laughs> bedwetter, a, a moist, a moist sleeper looking for a wet sleeper. Like there's definitely someone out there. <laughs> there's a hundred percent. Oh my god! Have you a- accidentally ever uh, like peed on someone or anything like <laughs> while sleeping? Uh, not on someone, but I, I had a girl. I had a girl years ago uh, f- from a, from a Tinder date. She uh, she peed the bed. She peed the bed uh, while we while we were sleeping in it. Yeah. And she was so drunk, she didn't think she peed the bed. So I just didn't tell her. I was like, yeah, let's go along with the gag. I have. Then she left immediately after. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Because I have Kelly. That- shout out to Kelly, the bedwetter. Shout out Kelly. I have that exact same story. Shout out Kelly Blatters. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying her last name. Fuck off. 
I have that exact same story from Newfoundland. And it was like, it was two weeks before I moved back to Ontario for good. And, uh, yeah, we came home from the bar and she ended up pissing in my bed. And I'd noticed when she started like getting up and she was like kind of packing her things. I was like, what's going on? Like, where are you going? And she just said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry for what? She just like leaves and I'm still waking up like drunk. <coughs> And I noticed that she fucking wet the bed. She got out of there fast. Yeah, right? and I was like, oh, fuck. And, yeah, so we just burned that mattress at a beach. Burned it, yeah. <laughs> and I slept on the couch for a couple weeks. And then you got you got out of Newfoundland for good. Uh, yeah, for good. So And I forgot, Kelly, uh, Kelly tried to say... It was. She's like, no. Remember, like, we were. You made me squirt last night. I was like, I would have remembered you squirting because I would have tasted it and I would have known the difference between squirt and pee. So you had a mini uh, discussion about what this liquid was. I I woke her up. I was pretty uh, bamboozled by the whole situation. Uh, Interesting. Oh my lord. You once shit your shorts at my house. Ah yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Like I would say, I don't. I don't poo my pants that often anymore. But I probably wet the bed three times a year when I'm in prime blackout drunkenness. Right. Hey, it's happened to the best of us. Yeah. I accidentally uh, pissed the bed with my dog in it. <laughs> oh. a, you pissed in your dog's bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one was an awkward one. <laughs> That's I, funny. Got to like paint the bed and. <laughs> Or bathe the dog in the middle of the day. <laughs> Not the dog I have right now. He's clean. Yeah, you had to put that that dog down after you after you. I I hope they weren't related those two incidences, but because uh, it was years apart. But you yeah. know, hopefully I didn't give her uh, kidney damage yeah. or something. But Zach, do you remember when I pooped my shorts? Yeah, I do. Well, can you can you give us the Cole's notes here? Uh, Did it just I, fall I, right right through the I the sleeve there? I think we were playing in the backyard. What happened? But you just left suddenly, and like there's like slops of poo on the kitchen floor. Oh Oh, my god! That's classic, Quincy. I think I gave you a pair of shorts after that. (laughs) (laughs) Just a poo trail. Just a poo trail going from the living room to the kitchen. Imagine, imagine like, like, imagine your mom was listing the house that same day, and they're taking pictures to stage it. It's just poo smears all over the floor. Yeah, we got four bath, three bedroom, uh, household, household as is, (laughs) household as is. (laughs) The poo, it's the poo included. You gotta clean it up. Put that poo in the freezer. I want it ready when we close. (laughs) Don't. Don't touch that poo, it's for the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) It's for the doctor. (laughs) Oh my god. Normalize people pooing their pants in other people's houses, guys. If you can take one thing away from this episode, normalize that. Pooping in pants in people's houses that aren't yours. Normalize shitting on the floor. (laughs) Normalize shitting on the floor. (laughs) Oh, oh my god it's 
it's funny like um it's funny how the ear like us as humans are so in touch with our bodies oh, yeah. but then the other end of that it's like well we can lose control of our bodies really fast <laughs> yeah. that would be a prime example I think it's it's, it's like it's got its own uh, its own brain <laughs> yeah it may be I don't think no, it's I don't. like I know you're drunk but I'm letting go <laughs> I'm gone here yeah it's like sorry dude <laughs> I'm just I'm just like Tom Petty I'm free falling right now <laughs> So do you guys know uh, uh, it's a song's called The Highwaymen by The Highwaymen? No, I haven't so, heard that one. Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson, Waylon Jennings. Big lineup. So it's kind of like a supergroup sort of thing. Yeah. But it and it's this it's this nice country and Johnny Cash. They got Johnny Cash on the end. Yeah. And they talk about shitting on the floor? <laughs> no. No, they talked about they talked about the time we shit in solidarity together. No way. No, no. <laughs> okay. No. No, I'm sorry. I was getting I was changing the subject really quick, but I, Oh, sorry. <laughs> we can't we can't play the song. Right? Sing it. Uh, I thought you'd never ask, <laughs> Mr. Cormier. All right, guys. So I'm going to need a little country riff like like a little little bass, a little bluegrass. A little kind. twang. Yeah, a little twang, a little southern twang, maybe a southern draw. Are you asking me? Yeah, collectively. Collectively. Yeah, so. What do you guys got back there? I was a highwayman Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side Many young men lost their bubbles to my train Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The bastards hung me in the spring of 25 But I am still alive and alive and alive and alive and alive and alive I was a sailor, I was born upon the tide, and with the sea I did abide, I sailed a schooner around the Horn to Mexico, I went aloft and furled the main shell in a glow, and when the odds broke off he said that I got killed, but I am living still. <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think? what do you guys think? Has, have any of you heard that song before? <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys think this is the song? Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> pretty much. That's the most accurate cover that's ever been I done. I hope people go and listen to it and think like, wow, that's nothing like the fucking song. <laughs> uh, no. I've never heard it, but I thought we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Good job, team. Yeah, fuck. First one's free. First one's free. Yeah. Next one's gonna cost you. <laughs> it's like a Who's Line skit. <laughs> you got 10 yeah. seconds to perform a song here's the theme this is what it's called go ready go yeah. I'm not ready I don't go just go now <laughs> yeah never uh, who needs a karaoke bar when you got a, when we you got, got a podcast yeah. when you got us be your own karaoke be your own karaoke be a man be your own karaoke <laughs> be a man have you seen those tiktoks yeah that's what I was referencing <laughs> yes when your wife's mad at you and having an argument Stare at your phone the whole time. Be a Be man. A man. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the same. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Be a man. 
Uh, <laughs> after you, after you donate, after you donate blood, go run a marathon and drink beer. Be a man. It's like the stupidest thing. After you donate blood, take someone else's. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's what. It was. Take someone else's. <laughs> Yeah. What's your what's your um what's your what's your favorite tune right now, Bennett? My what, favorite tune. Yeah, what you been listening to? What are some hot tunes? Uh there's a song. I'm gonna look up uh the artist. But yeah. uh um it's called Christine by uh Wazanek. Yes, you sent me that one. Yeah. W A Z O N E K. That one's a banger. Also, is that, uh, is that the one we listened to yesterday, Quincy? I don't know, possibly. Lazenek, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then another one, uh, Feedback in the Field by mm. Plants and Animals. That, that is, is a, a hot tune. Freaking banger. Those two have been uh, and giving me lifeblood right now. And that other, there's one, uh, they're called Father John Misty, and it's called Hollywood Forever Cemetery or something. Uh, there's one by the guy from uh, Serge Tankion, Hollywood. Uh, is it just called Hollywood? Maybe? Hollywood. Yeah. Serge Tankion. That was a good one. These, so these, uh, yeah, these. Uh, <coughs> well, do you want to? Do you want to get your? Uh, do you want to get your guitar and maybe riff a little bit if you feel like it? <coughs> sure. <coughs> sure. Let's do it. No pressure. Yeah. Let's do it. Where do I plug in here? Yeah, um... Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Hold on. S standing gonna, by. I'm gonna mark this. We're gonna have to pause. We asked you to stand, Quincy. <laughs> stand by the door, like, Quincy. Like Benny King. <laughs> you guys got a pick? Oh, yeah. One, two, one, two, three, four. I didn't know where to go. Didn't know what I should say So I left this town As soon as you left me Tried to find myself Down in Tennessee But you got away With the best of me But now I do my best And I'm barely getting by this damn town never sleeps Keeps me running every night And now I do my best And I'm barely getting by This damn town never sleeps Keeps me running every fucking night Thought I'd get to be on my own Thought I'd be what I want to be Until you opened my eyes And you made me fucking see I'll just play these cards Till my time and money's gone And I'll leave this world With some simple songs But now I do my best and I'm barely getting by This damn town never sleeps Keeps me running Keeps me running every fucking night 
never sleep. Every night. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> that was all right, eh? <laughs> it's like it's like we had a really good guitar guitar player and a really subpar vocalist. I think you nailed it more than me, honestly. Yeah. What what is the what does the peanut gallery think back there? Just slap a little Melodyne on there and I think we got a hit. <laughs> there you go. We got a hit. I just wanted to ch- chime in with the <laughs> what that one show. Uh, I think you, you should leave, and they're pl- oh. <laughs> they're playing a song, and the guy's like being really serious singing, and the guy playing guitar just chimes in and goes like, "And the bones are the skeletons' money, <laughs> <laughs> and they pay with the bones." <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Did you guys know? Did you guys know uh, what song that was? No. <laughs> I figured, yeah. It was uh, it was this damn town by Arlo. Uh, by Arlo McKinley. Shout out to him. Arlo McKinley. If you're listening, Arlo, you need backup vocalists. Like, I'm if you're sick one night. If you're sick one night. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? You pay. 400 bucks or whatever for an Arlo McKinley concert, <laughs> then you just get Quince. You're just stuck with Quince. <laughs> How we feeling tonight, San Antonio? Not great. Not pretty yeah. fucking bad, if I'm being honest. <laughs> just got worse. <laughs> <laughs> just got worse. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Anything else yet? You want to keep r- ripping? I'll get another. I'll get another hot tune here. All right. Formed up. All right, let me think of something. Mm. It's been a it's been a while. I bet I spent too much time making the guitar. I forgot how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a beauty of muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. Just like kids, I've been navigating my way through a mind-numbing reality of a godless existence, which at this point in my hollow and vapid life. And I've embraced the calamity With an attachment and a passive disinterest Living out of the back of my 97 Camry Wondering how the hell I got myself into this I guess it doesn't matter anyway I don't care about nothing but you I guess it doesn't matter anyway Cause I don't care about nothing I don't care about nothing with you I don't care about nothing She said, I'm sick of it all Your games are getting old Your little songs are getting way too literal How about some goddamn subtlety for a change? She said, I feel like I've come untethered In a room without walls I'm drifting on the dark in an empty sea of nothing It doesn't feel bad It feels like nothing at all I guess it doesn't matter anyway I don't care about nothing but you I guess it doesn't matter anyway Cause I don't care about nothing It's the Nihilist Anthem And I had it maxed out I had a feeling oh And everything's bleeding I should have tapped out Give it to my demons oh It's alright, it's just a flesh wound I say you never saw it coming I'm pretty happy lying here with you it's pretty good to fucking feel something. I don't care about nothing but you. No, I don't care about nothing. I don't care about nothing but you. Some pop. Some pop. 
Some pop. A terrible rendition, but a great song. Just a little bit of pop. A little bit of pop. A little bit of pop. A little, what do you call, uh, what do you call a little pup for your step? A little pup for your step. (laughs) What do you, yeah, pup. It's like a, it's like a dog, but that's still growing. Yeah. Almost exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. The literal definition. And it's also, uh, it's also a great band, pup. Yeah. You're right. I like how you knew what I was singing and then you, uh, did the, adjusted the, the, yeah, I tried to try finger, to fit it was, in a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, probably pretty tough though when someone doesn't know how to sing in in rhythm like that. No, not at all. It makes it easier actually. Really? No. I was gonna say <laughs> no. Completely. Yeah, yeah, it makes it harder. <laughs> it's a train wreck. No, that's cool. Thank you for playing though, man. You're so t- yeah. F- back to back to Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Free falling. Mm-hmm. So free falling. Like after you fall, normally when people fall off tall things, they break bones or something yeah that's and you, correct and you have a personal experience oh fuck <laughs> what <laughs> what a segue <laughs> with with broken bones can you tell us a little about that it's funny because it's broken bones and heartbreaking <laughs> uh so uh i i started seeing this girl and um we were seeing each other honestly for only like a week and a half Okay. Like maybe even two weeks, and uh, you know, I was working with Jason at the time, and we carpooled, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, in the morning, I told him we were talking. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to see this girl anymore, but like, it's gone too far to like just ghost her." And it, but it's she also lived like forty minutes away, so I was like, "I don't want to drive all the way out there to do it in person." Yeah. Also, so we're like, a call, a call is appropriate. A text is too uh, distant calls appropriate yeah, call will work um so that so that that was the morning drive we figured out i'm gonna call her after work and first break i, I grab my phone and look at it and it's a big long message from her sister instagram account to mine Uh-oh. and it was from her well uh what should we call her quincy um, what what you Tabitha Esmeralda. Esmeralda Esmeralda even better. So it's from Esmeralda's Ezzy. sister, Ezzy's sister, Ezzy's sister Desiree, and uh, and um, it was from Ezzy, and <laughs> and it was and the whole thing of this message shortened down was pretty much last night uh, she fell off a balcony and broke her back and her phone. And now she's in the hospital. And uh, the doctors told her that it'll be months before she she's not bedridden. <laughs> so, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. And just like four, three, four hours ago, I was telling Jason, like, yeah, I'm breaking up with this girl. <laughs> so I'm like, and like I said, we've only been seeing each other for like, Two weeks, if yeah, that. So you didn't, yeah, you, like, you weren't, you weren't in far enough to be on hospital duty and bedpan duty. Like. Yeah. So I was like s- stressing hardcore. Yeah. I had no idea what to do. I was like, "This is <laughs> fuck." I <laughs> fell off a roof. A balcony, Quincy. Oh. Get it right. <laughs> but how? And uh, I was like, I don't know what to do, and so I just for days I was, I was like kind of 
just going along with it on text and i was like how do i do this <laughs> how you doing today i was like what do i do because i'm like i'm not gonna be like i can't be her nurse for months and then and then once she gets back like better i can okay. just break up with her then you know that's okay, like so you're good now okay <laughs> yeah okay okay see you later see ya. <laughs> yeah 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 because you barely know her after a week and a half yeah so then uh yeah just ended up settling for texting her <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is so bad like looking back and uh yeah no I should. I don't know what I should. I should at least call probably. But yeah. she did. The, the other thing is, is that she didn't have like since she didn't have her phone. Her and her sister were sharing it, so she didn't have her phone at all times. <laughs> her sister's reading. Yeah, reading exactly. The to her while she's yeah. Well, like w- she would give her. Uh, yeah. What are we doing? Ezzy's? Yeah, Ezzy. Ezzy would get her sister's phone for like a couple hours a day, sort of thing, um, to talk to whoever and do whatever. That's crazy. So, like, I couldn't really accurately call either. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that was probably... My stomach was in some knots, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it, over the course of, like, three days, I was stressing so hard. Trying to figure out and, what to say, yeah. And then, and then I did, and she was just like, you've shown your true colors. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was just like, I'm you, sorry. You hurt me. You hurt me in my spine, dude, yeah. Bennett. <laughs> You hurt me harder than the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can recover from, I can recover from falling, but not from this heartbreak. Not from this, because I've fallen for you, and I, I laid my back on it on the line. <laughs> I wear my back on my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you ever get the full story? Like, did she just do a whoopsie daisy and fall off a balcony? Like, I wonder how you. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> like a year and a half later, she reached out again to me, and. <laughs> and uh, we just kind of chatted and then it fizzled out again. But uh, yeah, she she was just drunk. She thought she was on the first floor, uh, but she was on the second, and uh, decided she, she was just gonna hop out and like leave the building for a minute. I don't know, go to a car. She said she was drunk. She doesn't remember what she was doing. Yeah, and, and just hopped over and. I can't say anything. I I would do the same thing, drunk. Yeah, yeah. I've close to done the same things, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's amazing, Esmeralda. Yeah. Hope you're walking good now, Izzy. Yeah, <laughs> Izzy, if you're listening, we're rooting for you, gal. There's uh, one time in Newfoundland, the the Parliament Building there was, uh, it had a bunch of uh, construction going on. So there's a big scaffolding going up all the way to the top. Okay. Um, we were drunk walking home from a bar, and we're just like, I want to climb this, <laughs> and uh, the first three floors were locked and completely walled in so you couldn't just kind of hop in so we had to climb three floors up get and in then to get to it and then we went all the way to the top you had to do a proper B&E just to get essentially to yeah like that. and we went all the way to the top and we just started like drinking beers and we just left all our empties there <laughs> and uh, by the time we got down uh, the, we got out and there was like a field and then the sidewalk so it's probably like 50 meters of grass okay yeah and as we're, like, halfway through the field, like, a cop car <laughs> rolls up and, like, walks out and is towards the, all the scaffolding. Yeah. And probably clued in that we were the, someone called it in and we were the ones up there, but we're already gone. So they got nice. nothing on us. It was, the, it was the great escape. Yeah, essentially. We almost got sent to Alcatraz. Ah, the rock. 
God almost got they almost they were gonna ship us off to the other rock. Yeah. The worst rock. That's a good Cape one. Cape Breton Island. Cape Breton Island. <laughs> no, no, shout out to Newfoundland. Shout out Alcatraz. to Glace Gla- Bay, Nova Scotia. I, I was uh old roommate of mine was from Glace Bay, which is on Cape Breton on the opposite side of Sydney, which is the only town yeah. in Cape Breton. Yeah, he um he inherited a house for twenty nine thousand eight hundred dollars, I believe. Holy fuck. Yeah. And we uh he had tenants in there who were moving out. And we went to <clears throat> to do something in the basement and then repaint and just touch ups. Yeah. And these tenants left uh it was it was tremendous. They left like eight months of dirty diapers from their children in, Holy. in the master bedroom and then smeared it on the wall. And this this woman I want to so they like I were think, they pissed that they got kicked out or something? Yeah. Or, but oh they were paying God. like not even three hundred bucks a month for rent because like but I want to say her name was Tiffany, and shout out to Tiffany. She's mother of the year because she either had the wherewithal to write "fuck you" in the shit diapers, <laughs> or she got someone to do it. Like, I just remember never. I was like, "Wow, that's a first, man!" Shout never, out to that baby too for uh, yeah. Shout out to that baby. Lots of fiber. They must yeah, have been feeding it. Healthy diet. Yeah, they must have been giving it all brand. How do you know it was the baby's shit though that they wrote it in? Fuck, you're right. Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get a shitologist in there. I should go to that. <laughs> Oh, what, yeah. would you would you rather write something on a wall with shit with your own shit or with the baby's shit? I think the baby's... It's a question for the room. Yeah, for I, me for me personally, I think it's my own shit. I would choose my own shit too. Yeah, possessions nine tenths of the law, right? Exactly. What about you guys? I see baby shit all day, so I'm going with baby shit. Yeah. Oh, I thought it'd be the op- I see it all day. I want to see my own for uh, once. I, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty neutral to baby shit now. Yeah. You're both fucked. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, it was uh, only two answers there, but okay. Yeah, okay. No, that's so... Yeah, and then... And then I reject they, the question. And they're smart, too, because they're... Uh, they took all the copper out of the house, because it's an old house. Full copper, everything. <laughs> they fucking scrapped all the copper. They soldered all the copper. And that's they, like Trailer Park Boys shit. <laughs> yeah, they literally... You, know, they, they literally you don't know how much there. money is in this house, man. You just take all the copper. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take the copper, leave the piss jugs well, and the shit diapers. Why do you need water in your house? You can buy it in bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiffany, and I can't remember the guy's name, but that's all right, yeah. But no, I had, besides, I had fond memories of Glace Bay, Nova Scotia, this little town. Yeah. This guy is weird. A lot of um, a lot of people from Glace Bay came to Kitchener in the 80s. Like, there was really? a lot of people like, oh, I went to Kitchener for Oktoberfest. And the guy was like, I went, to, I was in Kitchener on Oktoberfest. In in '93, knocked a couple guys out, came back home. So this guy, his name was Earl, and he was, and everyone was like, "Yeah, don't don't uh, joke around with Earl when you guys are drinking at the bar, because he'll put your he'll throw you through a window." Like. So so you had to have someone to like make sure you did not see him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I had to have a mediator there, but it was yeah. yeah. And I remember, yeah, he's like, "Oh, Kitchener, I know Kitchener well. Hey, you know Ottawa Street. I beat like, up people twice your size." Yeah. But he was literally, he probably was like... Well, why don't you beat up someone my size? Yeah. <laughs> You're too good for me, Earl? Yeah. I should just be like, my name is Earl. <laughs> it's mine now. It's mine now. Take you ain't out. Earl. What you gonna do? You ain't gonna do shit about it, Earl. <laughs> e. Just started calling him E. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? I, had a, I, I had a buddy in, in Newfoundland, and you know the spelling of Jeff with the, it was like G... G off? Yeah, it's G off. G-E-O-F-F, yeah. And uh, it was the time, uh, you know, Yik Yak, that app? And it was it was just for, Yik like, Yak. 
I don't remember that. What's that? So you like you put in uh, whatever campus, like whatever school you belong to, and everyone who went to that school was just in like a giant chat room, and uh, and there was a guy there. His name, like his screen name, was Jeff, but with one F. And we told our buddy Jeff, we're like, name Jeff. Yeah, and we told uh, like our buddy, we're like, hey, this guy has the same name as you, but like without an F. Isn't that even like weirder than your name? And he was just like, what, you mean Goff? <laughs> Goff? I was like, fuck off. That's <laughs> your name. <laughs> fuck off, Goff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or is, is it like, I think it comes from like Joffrey. Like wasp, waspy people say like, Joff. Joff, my, my son Joffrey Joff. has a Pomeranian in the Westminster show. <laughs> Good heavens, so proud of the valor of this pooch. <laughs> or something like that. But it's like, I think it's Joffrey is the G-O-F. I could be completely wrong talking out of my ass, which I am. But I believe you. And none will tell me otherwise now. <laughs> if anyone tries to correct me, I'll be like, uh-uh, I got a good source. <laughs> it's Joffrey. Yeah. <laughs> Some drunk guy on a podcast yeah. told me it's Joffrey, so. <laughs> so it's got to be the truth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're giving you the hard hit in front lines, boots on the ground knowledge here at the Prickly Cactus. Well, yeah, Encyclopedia. Yeah, encyclopedia of of, of something yeah. <laughs> of talking shit, I guess. Yeah. But hey, it's it's good. everyone's got something, right? Yeah. You know, they usually cost like hundreds of dollars. Ours is free. Yeah. Don't pay nothing. Don't. Yeah, it costs nothing to listen. You keep your money and go to toy, go down to Toyota. Go on down. <laughs> Using your money at McDonald's. Don't, don't spend your McDonald's. money on encyclopedias. Come on down to Earthon. Come on down to Earthon. Red tag, baby. But just work, work your way down there. You don't got to come now. Your, your wife's on her period. She'll love red tag days, baby. <laughs> They're getting very tired of the Toyota jokes back there. But I don't, I don't fucking care. I think it's hilarious. I think we would be a good uh, commercial for it. Just us two. Well, just come on. Come on down. Come on. Just yeah. give it a look. Because we're not like... Most car salesmen are pretty like aggressive with their sales techniques yeah. but we're like, what, what car do you have it's like oh i got a, a volkswagen golf oh, oh my god jesus christ jesus. <laughs> you're driving around on that thing <laughs> come on you gotta come back on are you Toyota. Fu- are you fucking idiot driving around that thing you're driving a golf in public yeah oh you haven't been raped yet <laughs> come on down Toyota time come buy a sixty thousand dollar camry and we'll give you two hundred dollars for your golf <laughs> <laughs> This is the best you're going to get in town, even out of town, man. I'm a car you're... salesman. I don't lie to people. <laughs> I'm, you can take me at my word. Yeah. <laughs> I've never lied once in my life that people know of. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. If, and I, that's... if I'm right, I'll take all the credit. And that's no bull. If I'm wrong, fuck off and die. Fuck off and die. And that's no bull. So there's this snowball. I, f- I found this YouTube video in the archives. It's of Bennett, Jason, Era. Is that it? I think so. Uh, Patrick might have been and there. And Patrick. And this is I don't know if he was in it. This is circa 2007. Yeah, it's early. 2007. So they made guys, they made a YouTube video, promotional video for Cheetah Power Surge Energy Drink. Yep. Which you guys probably know of. And Do they still make it? No, they had Ben Johnson as their spokesperson at one time, and that was the tagline in the commercial. I cheetah all the time. And Ben Johnson was an Olympic sprinter in uh, 88 <laughs> in Seoul in Korea, who literally was, he was taking steroids. Oh my and God. Everyone was. But it was the best <laughs> That's fucking perfect. marketing. Like, yeah, great that's job awesome. To cheetah power surge marketing team for getting him on that. Yeah. 
But so it, you were doing, they were doing like a, a contest for commercial entries. Yeah, and the they chose like three winners, and top winner was turned into an actual commercial, and they put it on the on the on the telly. On the telly, you guys. And you got win, like obviously. ten grand. Of course not. Can you can you believe also that uh, when I was that age, I thought I was gonna win too. <laughs> No, that's weird. You yeah. naive at that age? Hmm. It's really weird, yeah. yeah how, how much of an idiot well, I'm, I'm going to pull this up here for listening purposes because it's, it's amazing. And what did you use to... Because you were the maestro behind that with the video editing? Yeah, with the... yeah. What did you use? What was the big video editing tool in, in, in the summer of 08? Uh, so it was uh, Windows Movie Maker. Believe shout it out. or not. Shout out. Yeah, shout out uh, Bill Gates and his, his buddy Epstein. Shout out to Epstein, yeah. <laughs> And all, yeah. So, so you, like, did you have, like, a vision? Did you guys storyboard it before? Or you're just like, hey, we're just going to... I had a vision in my head, and uh, I think we nailed it, honestly. I wouldn't change a thing. That's perfect. <laughs> Cheetah Power Surge. Let me, sorry, let me find... Oh, yeah, that's it, right? That's it. All right, here we go. Noble. <laughs> what do you guys back there think happened in that video? Yeah. With, just hearing the audio. <laughs> Definitely a cheetah attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll hand it to Z here. You guys can. Yeah, we gotta see this. <laughs> yeah. see this for it's real. so good that because you put that cheetah you, roar in the background after he shotgunned it. Do you see my inspirations? Hitchcock. <laughs> 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 we got uh, Hitchcock. Uh, David. Uh, 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 David Zainch 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 Yeah Lynch David Lynch David Lynch <laughs> You got Yeah you got Oh that's amazing You're You're a visionary You're a trailblazer In the videography Community Bennett Cormier Oh thank you so much Quincy <laughs> Like Filmmakers want to be you Women want to be with you On films Yeah Some want to be me too some some women want to be <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that powerlifter in the Olympics. Yeah, who's gonna get seven gold medals because she transitioned just recently. I think it's an unfair advantage having someone who is just transitioned from a man to a woman. It's a. Uh, I think all trans people should be able to compete in the Olympics. Yeah, I would say, but they should have their they should have a separate category because she she's like a hundred. They sorry, they are a hundred. 85 pounds. Oh, they, they go by they? Not, yeah. Okay. And they have the mannerisms of like, kind of like Serena Williams, like really, really big, right? Yeah. And well, the kind of issue with that is, you, you guys touched on it a couple episodes ago. I forget. I think it might have been Frankie who was on, but there was a girl who got, uh, who wasn't allowed to compete in the Olympics. Like she was a, like, a born a woman, but because her testosterone levels were too yeah. high. So this trans, uh, Woman, I think she's from New Zealand, or they're from New Zealand, right? They're from New Zealand. Okay. Uh, their testosterone levels are below whatever the limit is. The so criteria in New Zealand. Uh, for the Olympics, 
Gotcha. So that that's why they're able to. Which, yeah, it's a pretty hot topic. Like, who knows the right answer at this point, right? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know the right answer. And yeah, nothing, nothing against uh, anyone who wants to lift heavy things. Yeah. Seems fun, though. Yeah. Actually, no. I don't like it. I don't know. It's, I, like, I like when they put on that chalk powder before. Oh, yeah, and that's their, dope. their adrenaline is just at peak, and they're like... <laughs> I, used to be a, I used to be a bowler, and we would put chalk on our hands, too. Really? Best part about bowling. Market zero, dude. Yeah. Market zero. <laughs> that, yeah, bowling. Was that at uh, Town Bowl? Love Town Bowl. Uh, love Town Bowl, too, but not there. It was Brunswick. Brunswick Bowl, yeah. yeah. I got pretty good. But. I, I'm pretty good at bowling when the bumpers are up. Yeah. I, most people are. Yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty generic <laughs> statement, but yeah. The bumpers are fun, though. Well, how many bumps is your record? Like, you ever try to do that? Like zigzag it? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I got, I think I got five and a half. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. How many pins did you get though? Like three. Three? Wow. <laughs> but it was ten pin. It was ten pin. Oh, okay. So Never mind. That doesn't count for shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's a pretty good record. Yeah. They should have that up on the wall too. Mo- I did a couple. Most uh, zigzags. Most zigzags. Yeah. yeah. Like you get a you get a you get a turkey when you get three strikes. Yeah. Right? And like, oh, zigzag. Yeah. It's just, it's just a picture. Half a sausage. Of, just a picture of me. <laughs> just a picture of me yeah. fucking going back and forth really fast. Oh. Yeah. Can't catch me. I used to love, uh, I used to love, I did it, well, I didn't love it. I did it three times. I took Tinder dates to, to Bingham's to go bowling. Yeah. How'd those turn out? I always found them awkward. Tinder dates or bowling at Bingham's? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dates of at bowling. Yeah, pretty awkward. Yeah. There was one time I was on a date with a girl, and uh, we ordered a pitcher, and uh, I was watching her bowl while pouring myself uh, beer. A pint? And, uh, and I forget what she got, but she turned around, and I, I said, oh, like, good shot. And uh, she just looked at me and pointed at my glass. My glass was overfilled, and I was <laughs> pouring it on. <laughs> you half a pitcher onto the ground. Yeah, onto the ground. Under the ground, and I was just like, "Okay, that's that's good. That's a a bowling alley owners won't tell you this, guys, but if you soak the bowling alley floor with beer, it's pretty good for traction. Yeah, it's good grip. Yeah, but they won't tell you that. No, the the mainstream won't hear that through the mainstream media, bowling newsletters. I can't remember the guy's name. He's on ESPN. We get a fact check. He he won the bowling thing, and he goes absolutely fucking berserk. He's like, "Who do you think you are? I am. That's me." And he does like he does the most classic like crotch grab like, <laughs> and the, and it's on ESPN. That's Pete Weber. Pete Weber, yeah. So you seen that? Yeah. I I haven't seen that one. Oh, no, that's well, hilarious. Oh, let me. Uh, we'll pull it up here. I I love that shit. With like, uh, you have sports like that where like everyone's so calm and. And you know, really focus, and then you have like some Eddie the Eagle just come exactly. in, and it's just like, shoo, fuck yeah, baby, great contact right there, made great contact. <laughs> He's playing golf. Yeah, I fucking hit that ball smooth. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, read the room. What was his name? Sorry, Eddie. only a double bogey. Only double. <laughs> what was his name? Eddie. Pete. Pete, Pete. Weber. Eddie Pete Weber. Eddie Pete <laughs> Weber. Weber the Eagle. Pete Weber. Uh, there we go. I like it. Do you ever get uh, weird ads on YouTube? Yeah, always. 
I just got one a couple days ago, and it was advertising that you could finish your divorce in just three hours. In just three hours? In just three <laughs> hours. I have a screenshot of it. That's amazing. And it's just like, it's like you, you don't think you can finish your divorce in three hours? We do. <laughs> Stop being separated. Get divorced. Yeah. Call Tom now. <laughs> you think a divorce lasts months and a lot of stress and tears? Uh-uh. Three hours. Come in, come out. They must get some hits off those ads. It's like, um, it's like... Welker and Associates, the bankruptcy lawyers. Like, yeah, you. I hear them all the time on the radio. It's Financial like, problems. Tired of creditors bugging you. Like tired of uh, the bills that just keep piling up. Come to us. We'll remedy the situation. Yeah. And it's like it's like oh so like are you gonna tell me to go bankrupt like which I already knew or are you gonna give me a payment plan with thirty eight percent interest like I don't. You get to choose. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's bankruptcy crazy. is nature's do over, as they say. Okay, here we, I got it here. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! Is that him talking? <laughs> what do you think you are? I am. <laughs> what do you think you are? I am. <laughs> it's so good. What Did you? you the crotch, the crotch shot is so good. He just fucking boom. That was his. He was so caught. Did he get up. a three hundred? Is that what what's going on or what? I think he won like six in a row or something. Okay, yeah. gotcha. But so there's a fucking like there was a. If you guys watch the video, you'll see like a twelve year old child like just right, and he throws off his thing and it's like, who do you think you are? I am. It's like, whoa, don't say that to children, Pete. You're a bowler. You're an esteemed bowler. I love I love how quick that was. Who do you think? Who do you think you are? I am. It's like, oh, you didn't give me a chance to answer, Pete. I was going to say a loser. Not that I know who I am, but let's talk about it there, Pete. Let's talk about over a couple pins falling down. (laughs) I don't know who I am, Pete. But did you hear that? Every day, I wake up and look in the mirror and don't recognize the man I'm looking at. Pete, do you ever feel like you're in a cocoon and you just want to be a butterfly so bad, Pete? And you want to spread your wings and fly. But you can't. You just don't know how. You can't find the right leaf. (laughs) (laughs) So you just spend all your days looking around for leaves and nice leaves, but all the good ones are already taken up. They're already, all the good leaves already left. They flew west for the winter. Uh, Autumn's over. Time to get back in the bowling alley. You think a caterpillar, like, knows what it's about to do when it makes a cocoon and turns into a butterfly? Yeah. Or you think it, like... I think a caterpillar has you free think, will. Like, it, like... And has the wherewithal. Gets the cocoon, and then it starts turning into liquid, and it's like, oh, fuck, <laughs> man, this was a bad idea. <laughs> what happened here? Yeah, that's a good point. And then afterwards, it's like, all right, that wasn't too bad. That was worth it. Like, it was a little messy, but yeah, yeah it came through to the other side. It's probably, like... In that the, would be a scenario where it's like you don't recognize a man in the mirror. Yeah, because caterpillar turns into a butterfly, looks in the reflection in the water, and is like, I f- "Oh!" Yeah. I feel like the caterpillar's parents, if they brought it up the right way and instilled the right values in it, Talk they'd be able it. to tell him like, "This is going to be a life-changing experience. It's going to be really scary, but you'll be the man I always knew you could be, yeah. or the woman I always knew you could be, or the they I always knew they said they could be." And it's like, in the caterpillar's like, "Yeah, it's a very p- pivotal moment." Yeah, it's like a bar mitzvah. <laughs> It's like a bar mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. a cocoon is a yeah, caterpillar's bar mitzvah. Exactly, yeah. becoming a man. Yeah. Yeah. I love, uh, so... It's, it's beautiful. S- speaking of bar mitzvahs and uh, Jewish people coming of age, so a brisk is... Do you know what a brisk is? Like the meat, right? A brisk is um, a brisk is um, 
a ceremony where you circumcise the oh, baby. Oh, okay. That's, and a, that's a bris. That's what he said. No, he said brisk, like with a K. Tea. Oh, I was saying it wrong? <laughs> yeah. I've been saying it wrong for 26 years. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no wonder people look at me weird. Say, like, just drink the iced tea. Don't cut it. It's liquid. Ding dong. So brisk. It's, brisk. it's got it's got a lid. You can just take it off. <laughs> you don't need to cut it. Why do you got those tools? So yeah. It's Why br- do the only the Jewish people do it? Yeah, but it's it, no, it's it's everyone does it. But it's a, a, a brisk is a Hebrew tradition, I believe. And okay. The guy who does the brisk brisk is a moil. What's that? He, his literal his living is cutting cutting foreskins for a living. So moil. So it's a whole party, right? Okay. It's a whole ceremony. Like you make hors d'oeuvres and aperitifs, and you have all these foods. When does it happen? So normally it happens uh, when the baby's like on like probably a few weeks old, like right after it's back from the hospital. Okay. Because they mix them with a baby shower normally. Okay. But in some instances, these are these are few and far between. But they do it to fully grown people. Come on. Because people are like, ah, oh, you know, I'm I don't know about this whole foreskin thing, and they just want to get rid of it. So imagine being like, imagine being like 33 and a, a grown man coming to snip your foreskin. Don't worry, I'm a moil. I've done this lots of times. Imagine being older than the guy doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make it way worse. That'd be so funny. You're like, like, you're yeah, like, like a, the moil comes in and there's like a like a 21 year old with him and he's like, yeah, this is my trainee. He will be. Uh, <laughs> he's the moil's apprentice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knows his way around a foreskin. He's like, I know from experience. <laughs> like he like winks at you. To become a moil, you have to circumcise yourself. You have to first. Be- <laughs> it's like a tattoo artist you has to tattoo to himself. You have to be the skin. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey, I'm Mike. Mike the moil. You might have seen me on bus ads and in urinal cakes. That's where I do get most of my business. I advertise on urinal cakes. I'm Johnson the moil. I'm Johnson the moil. <laughs> Let Johnson take care of your Johnson. <laughs> I'm Bald Johnson. <laughs> I'm Bald Johnson the Moil. <laughs> Any Cape Crusaders out there, let me give you a snip. Yeah. Oh my god. Real heroes don't I, wear capes. I think real heroes don't wear capes because the Moil got to them. Exactly. And it, hey, any wizard sleeves out there? I'll help you out, gal. We'll trim those puppies back for you. Get you looking real nice for your date. <laughs> Does it feel a little humid up down there? I can help you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's tremendous! <laughs> I can't believe I didn't know that was a profession. Yeah, moil. Yeah, Jesus, I know about you it. You think it pays? Pays good? You have to pay to get. Sir, I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. There's probably an accredited. There's probably like the moils of America or something. <laughs> it's like the American moil. The, the AMA, the American Moil <laughs> Association. <laughs> The Union hey, of come, American come to, our, come to our retreat. Come see my sculpture I made. It's from all my clients' foreskins dehydrated. It's like a 17-foot oh like sculpture. <laughs> it looks like that rocket that Bezos launched off him. <laughs> what do you think the design phase for that rocket was? Jeff was like, I want this to look like my dick. I want head, and, shaft, balls. And he like, draw, he like draws it on a... On like a napkin, yeah, and he's and like, just like you guys "This is what I want it to look like." And he's they're like, just like, "Jeff, we can't put the bend in there. <laughs> and it has veins, to be a straight rocket. We can't let those veins protrude like that. It's it's not ergonomic." Jeff. Yeah, and he's like, "He's like, uh, and we can't go to the bathroom in it at all." 
You Those are wait. stabilizing wings. They're not veins. So speaking of uh, of uh, cutting foreskin off, we should probably just cut off the podcast now about yeah. this time. Yeah, we should probably cut it. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for stopping by. It was an amazing conversation, Bennett. I love to hear about your stories in Newfoundland and your and your crippled ex lover. That was a great story. <laughs> And yeah, I, uh, I, I got I got more for for later if you want to hear. Yes, for the next uh, next time you come on, we'll we'll get those out. And yeah, um, I wish you guys all the best. Anti Social Surf Club, your band, and with the stage three of your opening, hope you can get out there and do more live shows and hopefully love your music. Yeah, whoever will listen, come come listen, come listen, guys, come on down. Just come on down. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, that's been another episode of the podcast. Um, And always remember, guys, you can get what you want or you can just get old. (laughs) See you later. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, that was a Jilly Bowl quote. Sorry, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Jilly. (laughs) Jilly Bowl. He's a stranger to me. Okay, ciao. Okay, welcome to the prickly cactus. We be out here, we talking this and that shit. Yeah, hey, and you can go and check the factus. We talk yeah, real shit, not just tissing ass. Oh, we'll Sit there harder when we smoking on the stanky. Finger banging shit, and I ain't just talking freaky. Yeah. You like some sausage? Hey, but don't finger bang a llama. Was he did that shit, and now his fingers ain't on no more. Ain't on no more. And you got Quincy looking like a left nut. When he was a kid, he say what when you said what. Now we got a podcast and that shit fun If you don't like it yet, then you can lick it this, So if you don't want us to break your back, bitch, then tune in Because we talking this and that shit If you don't want us to break your back, bitch, then tune in The podcast Pickly Cactus, Pickly Cactus.